Hello and welcome to the Tailored Life Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Tozak, women's transformation coach, breathwork facilitator, and embodiment mentor. Here to guide you on the journey of coming home to who you truly are so that you can live a life as the most authentic, abundant, and aligned version of you. By listening to this podcast, you will gain more self-awareness, break past your subconscious blocks, fear-based stories, and limitations that are holding you back from living the life that you truly desire. You can expect to walk away feeling more connected and aligned with your purpose, your body, and your authentic self. We will be having conversations about everything energy, mindset, emotional intelligence, shadow and inner child work, and the conversations that you need to hear to take a look within and reclaim yourself as a powerful being and conscious creator. By listening to this podcast, you will learn practical and implementable tools to help you create your life by design and not by default. I am so excited to have you here today. Now let's dive in. Hello, my love, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Tailored Life podcast. I'm so excited that you're here today. I am actually in Austin, Texas this morning. I've spent the last few days here, and it has been (laughs) a magical, beautiful journey with some brilliant, incredible women. I originally came here for a business conference a few days ago, and I had no idea what to expect going into the event. I just knew that it would be everything that I needed. There was this deep pull in my heart that I needed to be there. And one of the things that I learned was how much your frequency has nothing to do with how you feel. Your frequency is your energetic attraction point. How you feel are the emotions that run through your body And I want to go a little bit more into this, but before I do, I wanted to share some of my experience with you guys because it was a profound and life-changing journey. And I feel like there's no such thing as going back to the way that I've previously been doing things. So originally, when it came down to this event, we had gotten upgraded to VIP because there was four of us that were coming. And so we were like super fucking stoked. We got invited to the VIP dinner on the Friday. The event was on the Saturday and the Sunday. And I was coming with my friends Jasmine, my friends Oracle, and my friend Aubrey. And the interesting thing is that I met Jasmine when I initially moved to Vancouver. Her and I had been connected through Instagram for quite some time and originally we talked about like collaborating together she was going to work with me and we ended up just becoming really fucking great friends and when I moved to Vancouver we started hanging out but then she ended up moving and so around this time of uh the event um Kiara Mizuko bold self on Instagram is actually the one who hosted the event called wild alive and I saw it a little, quite a while ago. And I'm like, hey, I'm going to be there. Um, and I messaged her assistant. And I was like, I'm going to be there. I didn't really have it in front of my consciousness, trying to figure out how I was going to be there. I just knew I was going to be in that room. And as time went on, um, I ended up signing up for the event. And then this was honestly like a week or two before the actual event happened because so much of me was procrastinating. I was like waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. I'm like, well, 
you know, I have to pay for a flight. I have to pay for an Airbnb. I have to figure this out. Oh my God. And all the mental chaos and all the mindset things around figuring it out. But as soon as I'm decided and I'm like, I'm going to be there, I'm going, things just started to work out. Um, around the same time that I decided Jasmine had messaged me and she was like, Oh, I'm going to be in Austin. And I'm like, are you going to the event? Um, and she's like, yeah. And I'm trying to get my friends to come with me. And so we ended up all getting together in a group chat and I had met neither one of her friends, but we decided to all get a space together. And so I took the responsibility of doing the Airbnbs and finding an Airbnb. So I would go find an Airbnb. Fuck yes. Everyone likes it. Booked. Damn it. Okay. So go find another Airbnb. Da 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 da. Booked. Ah, fuck. So it was this, I think there were several Airbnbs that I had sent to the group and they ended up getting booked up. So... As I was figuring this out, I had also booked my flight the same day that I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be there. And a few days after I had this dream where I was running around the airport and I couldn't find the gate that I was supposed to be at. I was like going in the wrong door, um, stressing myself out. I didn't even have my ticket. And then I got to the front and nobody was there. It was just all these things around um, feeling like I had missed out, missed out, missed out, missed out on an opportunity. And a couple days later, I was looking at my flight. And I realized I've actually booked the wrong day. I booked the day that I was originally going to return because when I did it on my computer, upgraded improperly or it went through the system improperly. So I'm like, oh fuck, I better change my flight. So I called and I came to the realization through this conversation that I had booked a ticket that was non-refundable, non-transferable. And basically I just had to forfeit this ticket. And I remember feeling such feelings of scarcity and like, fuck, I literally just wasted this money and maybe this means that I'm not meant to be there and ugh, like frustration. But then I was like, you know what? Maybe this is part of it. What if this is part of me getting there? Is me being the more embodied version of me, me not being the scarce version of me, me not being the version of me that's afraid to spend money to get what she wants. And so in that moment, I was like, things are changing. I'm changing. I'm deciding to change. And then I decided to rebook my flight. So I booked that. I got all good to go. And then I ended up finding us another really fucking incredible Airbnb, honestly, the day before that we were supposed to leave. And so everyone pitched in, I booked it, it was perfect. So the following day is when I'm supposed to get up and go to Austin. My flight is at 6 a.m. And so I go on a date the night before and more to come on that but i go on a date the night before and we're having this like really deep really beautiful conversation and so getting home getting all settled in my bag is packed i have um all the things that i need and then i ended up putting my all my stuff by the door right plugging my phone in, plugging my laptop in, plugging my AirPods in. And then as I went to bed, I was falling asleep and I had this like intuitive hit that it's like, oh, is my phone not plugged in? Something feels weird. I'm like, mm -mm, whatever, I'm too tired. I'm just going to leave it. 
and then I fall asleep and I'm having like these weird dreams all night and then I wake up 4.50 in the morning and I'm like, fuck, I have to be on a flight in an hour. So I get up and I start centering myself because so much of me wants to freak out, but I'm like, hey, no, whatever's meant to happen, let's go. So I get all my stuff together Da, 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 da. and then my phone is completely dead so I end up like plugging it into my laptop getting an uber booked going downstairs and waiting for the uber and in that moment I'm like I can feel the way that I want to freak out and I have had a lot of stress when it comes to travel but this time I want to, I want to change this. I want to change the way that I feel about this. So I'm going to change the way that I'm responding to this. So I get in the Uber and he drives me to the airport. I get to the airport and there's nobody at the gate. There's nobody at uh, the check-in desk. And I'm like, shit, I missed it. And there was one other person who was there and he was actually like on the band with the Eagles. And he's like, yeah, you know, like traffic and, uh, and, I'm like, oh, that sucks. I'm sorry. I actually plugged my phone in last night. And you know when you plug your phone in and it dies a second before so it doesn't even charge? Yeah, that's what happened. And he's like, oh, yeah, damn, I'm sorry. Actually, the same thing happened to me. My alarm didn't go off and I missed it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. So I remembered that I am the one who's responsible for missing my flight. I'm responsible for scheduling the wrong flight. And I'm like, all right. So what do I got to do now to solve this problem? Because I'm still going to be in this room. I noticed how much my mind wanted to be like, well, it must not be meant to be. Maybe there's a reason why I missed my flight. But in my heart, I'm like, I know that I'm meant to be there. What if this is preparing me to be in that room? And so what I did is I ended up walking over to Air Canada, which was the original flight that I had booked. And I was like, hey, do you guys have any extra seats on your flight? Because I realized I booked the wrong day. And so this guy who's working at the desk is like, yeah, actually we do. So you'll have to go to reservations because I'm unable to do it for you here. So I walked across the airport, went to reservations, called someone on the phone and I was like in a very like, okay, let's see, because I know like on the way there, on the way to the airport, I'm like, there's something for me here. There's something for me here. I don't know what exactly it is yet, but there's something for me here. So I'm on the phone with the lady and I find the same thing out, which is my ticket, unfortunately, non-refundable, non-transferable. Okay, accept this again. So I'm like, all right, what do I do now? I have a dinner tonight at 6 p.m. I do need to get on a flight. So then I come back and there's aspects of me that are disappointed because I'm like, hmm, what do I do? I I literally need to figure out a new flight. So I go to the desk for American Airlines, which is who I was flying with today, that day. And there's a lady there. So I'm like, hey, can you help me? And she's like, yeah, of course. And so... I'm like, I missed my flight. And she's like, okay, let me get you all sorted. So she goes into the computer, does her thing, prints me out a new ticket. And I look at the ticket and I'm like, okay, my flight's not until like 1230. And then, um, cool. All right. Unfortunately, now I'm not going to be landing until 930. The dinner's at six. Shit. Okay. So I sit with that 
level of disappointment. And also in that moment, I realized, holy shit, like I have taken a way bigger level of responsibility than my past self, my past level of consciousness would be victim. Why is this happening? I don't understand. I want to know why this is happening. Fuck, the universe hates me. I'm not meant to be there. Da, 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 da. Victim consciousness, right? So then I go back and I have been seeing this really, really, really incredible guy who actually has a very high level of consciousness, very, very self-aware, has been creating some really beautiful things in the world and in life. And so I go back and one of the things that we've been speaking about and talking about is frequency and levels of consciousness and how you will attract to you what you are a vibrational match for. And you... There's different levels of consciousness, and I'm going to go to the very bottom. The very bottom is victim consciousness. You feel completely out of control of life, like life is happening to you. It sucks to be you. And then the more you move up levels in consciousness, there's the middle level, which is the level of responsibility. And this is when you realize that I am the creator of my life. I am the one who is responsible. I'm the one who is making these decisions. I'm the one who is choosing these things or not choosing these things. So I am playing a role. And then there's a few more, but then you get to the point of power, realizing that you are creating life and life is co-creating with you. And so we were talking about this in terms of like, we have this um, ability to fluctuate in levels of consciousness and you usually go up in like three to four points on the scale but you have this minimum and literally we were talking about this the night before and so something shifted in me when I realized that underneath responsibility was frustration and underneath frustration was like victimhood and how in the past that is where I would go frustration victimhood but in this experience, I was at responsibility, responsibility, understanding, abundance. This level of consciousness has become my new normal. And so I spent the morning relaxing, noticing my mind, noticing the ways that it wanted to go. I got some food, I chilled, I relaxed, then I got my Uber, I made it to the airport early Got on my, got through the gates, went through security, super smooth. And then I ended up getting to the flight, got on the flight. I got an end seat. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Everything was fucking perfect. And then I had the most beautiful, incredible flight. I listened to some really fucking great podcasts. And as I was, things were just channeling through me. I had so many ideas. And one of the biggest things that came through was responsibility. And so I wrote out this post and I'm going to read it to you because this was channeled from my fucking heart. The way to what you want isn't a simple walk down the road. It's actually more like a climb up a mountain where each ridge you reach is a little higher, steeper, more challenging. And this is where most people fail, is they think that when they do, when they fall, when they trip, it's when they give up. They make it mean that they're not good at climbing, that they're not meant to be at the top of the mountain, that they should just go back to what they knew because it was easier down there. And they wait for an easy life. They wait for a perfect pathway. They wait and they wait and they wait. When in their heart, they still feel that pull. They still feel that call to be at the top of the mountain. But they think that the top, the way to the top should be easy. And so when things get hard or they don't see the full path ahead, they don't believe. They don't believe in themselves, the view, 
and they end up falling down the mountain and blaming the universe for not paving a clear pathway. But those who reach the top are the ones that understand that they are the one who is responsible for the journey, that the mountain is their mountain to climb, and that nobody's going to do it for them. Sometimes they'll fall, trip, or even make a wrong turn and feel a little lost, but that doesn't mean that they're not cut out for the destination, let alone the journey. It means that there's growth, strength, and resiliency that you're building along the way. Because the bottom of the mountain is very different than the top. It's a lot steeper, rockier, sometimes there'll be rain. And sometimes you're climbing straight up with no idea how steep the ledge is at the top instead of walking on this clear road straight ahead of you. But once you get past that part of the journey, you have more wisdom, more strength, and more understanding. So then the next time that you meet yourself at the challenging part, you feel more confident in your ability to navigate it. It doesn't mean that the circumstances and the path is easier. It means that you are stronger, more powerful, more brave. And there will be times that you think that you made it because the view is spectacular and you're like, holy shit, look at where I am. And you'll rest and you'll relax and you'll bask in gratitude. And then you'll recognize that there's still more for me to go. And along that way, it's uncertain and it's challenging. But the view, the air, and who you become along the way is what makes everything worth it. If you feel the pull to be at the top of the mountain, go for it. And remember that we all have different mountains. They're all unpaved. They're all challenging, but they're all possible. And you won't even feel ready. You won't always have all of the answers, but what you do have is you have it within you to find them. So go meet yourself at the top of the mountain. But remember that the journey is how you get there, one step at a time. And know that if you ask for an incredible view, expect to find yourself climbing a beautifully challenging mountain. And so I wrote this after this experience with no idea how fucking beautiful the mountain that I climbed would be. But what I mean when I say that your frequency is not how you feel, what I mean is that your frequency is your level of consciousness. It's a level of understanding that life is preparing you for everything that you've ever asked for. And that there are going to be challenges and circumstances and things along the way that oftentimes you might want to go back into fear and frustration and lack of trust and victim consciousness. But if you can hold the frequency you're gonna break through the glass ceiling, which will make you a vibrational match for everything that you've ever been asked for. And what I realized from being in a room with women who are making multiple seven figures a year, who are on covers of magazines and books, and who have these beautiful lives, million dollar homes, in this place of power, is that they don't have victim consciousness, but they still experience emotions. They still go through stuff. They still experience pain, heartbreak, loss, betrayal, sadness, grief, all of it. But they handle it and they keep going and they keep believing and they keep trusting and they find their power in every circumstance. And I realized that I wouldn't have been in that room if I had gone back in my consciousness, if I had gone back to fear, if I had gone back to doubt, if I had gone back to worry, if I had gone back to victimhood. And so the thing is, is that you are the one who is responsible for the life that you have and the life that you're creating. And you're the one who has to choose it. 
that the universe isn't punishing you. It's preparing you for everything that you've ever asked for. It's preparing you by putting circumstances in front of your path to see how you respond to them. And so responsibility is your ability to respond with power. And as you get to the point of responding with power, you will notice that you become a vibrational match for everything that you, everything that you have been calling in, everything that you've been calling in. And so if we think about money and if we think about the life that we want, you are a different vibrational frequency at that point. And the difference between where you are and where you desire to be is in your frequency. And so what if you were able to look at the events in your life, the things that you're walking through, the things that you're presented with as an opportunity rather than an obstacle, an opportunity for you to rise, for you to raise your frequency, for you to raise your frequency into power. And on the other side of that, you will realize that, holy shit, everything I've attracted to me in my life is not because I willed it into existence, not because I tried to force it into being, not because I was waiting for the universe to give it to me, it's because I created it, because I walked and led myself through it, because I became a more powerful version of me because of it. And so now I look at look around and I recognize that, wow, I've actually become a match. The biggest thing that I learned, the biggest thing that I'm taking away, there's so much that I'm taking away from this experience, but the biggest thing that I learned is that I need to own my fucking power, own my power. I'm literally surrounded by incredible, brilliant people in all areas of my life. I have an incredible reality around me and I have been not truly recognizing my power. So... I'm ready to fucking claim it, ready to own it. And I used to have such a fear of it because of the level of responsibility that came with it. Because I didn't think I'd be capable of holding it. But when I look back on my life and recognize everything that I've ever walked through, the more responsibility I took, the better my life got. So I'm going to leave you with that. I see you. I believe in you. I believe in your strength and I believe in your power. So go out there and climb that fucking mountain.